That's how I feel when Only person who can stop you is the man in the mirror When you look down at your wrists and you see money When you look at your shoes and you see money When that scarf on your neck means money Burberry scars, shrimp and perion Living like a comet, moving amongst the stars $100,000 sports cars, soap massage, menage a trois Yes, I've been a boss Burberry scars, shrimp and perion Living like a comet, moving amongst the stars $100,000 sports cars, soap massage, menage a trois Yes. First and foremost, thank you, Scorsese Lord Jones, for Burberry Scarves. Yes. Secondly, secondly, I got to give a huge birthday shout out to our main man, part-time co-host, merch correspondent, king of the comments, big slog himself, Pepsi Phil. (laughs) Happy fucking birthday, my guy. Happy birthday. Big slog. Big Happy big birthday, my friend. Listen, that is just, that doesn't sound right at all, but that is so Pepsi Phil. It's so perfect for him. <laughs> it's so Pepsi Phil, though. That's why you gotta love it. And of course, shout out to our SmackDown correspondent, David Blaine. What's happening, homie? Now that that's out of the way, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Rewind Wrestling Network proudly presents the fastest rising show on their network. Welcome to Top Rope Wrestling Talk. I am your producer, your soundboard, by God extraordinaire, the jack of all trades, the master of absolutely fucking none, the one, and fortunately for the world, the only, South Philly Psycho, D-O-M. Oh, I miss this music. <laughs> Gets me so amped. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Mm. And beneath me, because she's little and she has an evil cat, is the first lady of Top Rope Wrestling Talk. <laughs> right. <laughs> She is the whole ass vibe. The ninth wonder of the podcasting world. (laughs) Because we don't treat her like a woman. Fuck y'all. But we damn sure don't treat her like a man. We definitely do. We do. We do. Hush! We do. Shoosh! (laughs) It's the intros, and you are fucking with me. <laughs> Latina Heat herself, Grandma Wendy. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. We lie, cheat, we steal. We lie, cheat, we steal. Mama, sit down. We got. Yeah. No episode of Top Rope Wrestling Talk feels complete without the founder of Top Rope Wrestling Talk. 
He is the man who has got to be happier than a pig in shit. Oh. He is the myth, the legend, the biggest MJF Mark you will ever fucking meet. Ever. He is the one, the only, the high class one, Yes, I am. And he knows it. Yes, I do. See? You know, listening to my intro music, I actually feel this would be the perfect time for AEW to bring this version out for for MJF when he comes to the ring. Absolutely. so fucking obnoxious, and he's the world champ, and changes his music to that. Oh man! Yeah, absolutely, would be great. Tony Khan is paying for like every other fucking song. He's even got the Elite coming out to Kansas every week now. He could oh certainly reach out and get this for MJF. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, David. Sorry, he said hi to me. So I had to say hi to David. Okay. Oh no, you're fine. He just say how you doing. So thank you. Yeah, let me just uh, say hi. <laughs> hey, Ivan. How's it going, puppy? Ivan. Dude, you kept me up way too late last night, but I love you for it. So listen, we're gonna we're gonna everybody check out Circle of Debate if you haven't. I'm just saying. Yes. Oh, go ahead, bud. I'm sorry. We're gonna we're gonna kick this off, and we're gonna talk about the the PWI. I got the top twenty five in front of me. Um, tag teams. So. There's been a lot of controversy around the top three, to say the least. Um, mm. but I'm gonna I'm gonna go through like we like we always do, and I want you guys to say yeah they belong or why the fuck are they there? You know. So at number twenty five mm-hmm. is Damage Control, EO Sky and Dakota Kai. Do you think they deserve a top twenty five spot? I don't feel like they've been a tag team long enough for it. Uh-uh. If you go by um, what PWI does, because they could do from, like, October to September, Damage Control was around for a month in that period. Yeah. Yeah, but they were good, but did did they do enough in a month to get top 25? I don't think so. I, I like them. They're a great. They're a cool team. But I don't know if they did no. enough to to earn that shot. Yeah. So no. so the time period on this is October first to September twentieth, the following year. Yeah, and they debuted, and they debuted at SummerSlam in August. Yeah. So so they had a what, month, two months, and they got to the top twenty five. Maybe they must have some really shitty tag teams out there. If you want me to be dead honest, if they're at twenty five, I, I mean, I, I could maybe see them. I could, I could, you know, maybe see them if they did like top one fifty, being in there somewhere. The twenty five feels high for a month. Mm-hmm. So, 
Number 24 is Sunshine Machine. They're a European indie wrestling tag team. So, I mean, I guess I, okay. I, none of us have ever fucking heard of them. Um, and then Magical mm. Magical Sugar Rabbits. Uh, they're a Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. I like the name, so yep. I'm good with it. Um, I've seen them a couple times. It's a cool team. So... Catch 22, New Japan's TJP and Francesco Akira. You got what do you guys know about that tag team? I didn't even know. I didn't even know TJP was in Japan. I didn't I didn't know. I was just about to say, I knew TJP was in Japan. I've never seen these guys tag because I am tragically behind on my new Japan. Same. I hear Ivan and the guys talking about it because that's how I keep up. But yeah. I I have not seen these guys tag. No, Ivan says they're know. great, and I'm going with him because he watches all of New Japan. So yeah, mm-hmm. and he's our boss. So yes, they're great. <laughs> so at number twenty one, we oh got... they're part of United Empire. Okay. okay oh okay. okay. Sorry. So at twenty one. Uh, you got the kingdom, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett. Okay, okay. I, I mean, I think, I think, definitely think that's a deserving spot for them. They had a pretty big year. Yeah. And then yeah. At, at number twenty is the acclaimed. Yeah. The acclaim, the acclaimed comes in at twenty. I think they should be higher up. They should be higher. Well, here's here's the thing: they didn't win the titles till after this this ended. They but they've had a spectacular the year, though. They they have, but they also had... Yeah, even without the well. titles, they had a wonderful fucking year. Yeah. I think okay. they should be higher than 20. That's... Uh, Wendy agrees. Maybe her and I should scissor just because... <laughs> just, 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 a, just a quick little... Uh, just a little... Uh, just a little uh, action. Just quickly. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good shit. Scissor me, Grandma ass. Having to fight my cat off. I don't know. Oh, what God. Um, Children and cats, man. Continue. 19. I'll take, Wait, I'll 19? take kids over cats any day. <laughs> um, num- number 19 is Sasha Banks and Naomi. <laughs> okay. I-, I think had they not left when they did, they would have been higher. But this this feels okay. Like I'm 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 all right with it. I think they should be further down. In fact, they might have left after the window was over. I don't know. I think they should be further down. Where they really, I mean, they weren't attacking for long enough, and I just don't feel like they should be that high up. Not above the acclaimed. But see, that's to be what I. Would I put, yeah, I was just about to say, would I put the acclaimed over them? Yes. Yeah. Okay, now now here's here's something for you guys to ponder. Would you put this tag team over the acclaimed mm. in, the, in, the, in, the, in the allotted year that they give us from October 30th to September 1st or October, whichever it is? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. At 18, you have Swerve in Our Glory. Do you think they were together long enough? In that year, to to be better than the acclaimed, I mean, yes, they did win the tag titles in that, like, pretty close to the end. 
You know what I mean? I, they, they I might was gonna miss say, it. I might, I might be okay. I might be okay with them being over the acclaim just because of some of the stuff they did beforehand, winning the tag titles, and then okay. having those matches with the acclaim. But they don't really count. In uh, I mean, well, a couple of them might. No, Mm-mm. one might. Like I, I, I yeah, one, did one happen in September? I would definitely bring. I would definitely bring the acclaim up in the list, but I would have the only reason I'd be willing to have Swerve maybe one above the acclaimed, but not so far high up, is because as some uh, who mentioned it, Dom or Bruce, the acclaimed did have injury and stuff to deal with, Mm -hmm. so there was a while Mm -hmm. where um, Max Caster was more of a singles. Yeah, and that's the only reason I would do that. Yeah, and he was running with the gun club, which led to Daddy Gas going with them, and the rest is mm-hmm, history. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, with that, and, and just what Swerving Our Glory had done prior to, to all that, I would probably be... I'm okay with them being above the acclaimed. I'm not so sure about Sasha and Naomi. I'm not so sure about them being so high up over the acclaimed. Yeah. So, number 17 was La Rebellion from NWA. 16, Black Desire mm. from Stardom. Okay. Stardom. Uh, Los Put respect Nitro. on the name of Stardom. God damn it. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Uh, 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 a different mm-hmm. part of what? Do you want me to handle the Los Ingobles? Yes, please. Uh, please. Los Nuevos. Do. Los, los <laughs> Nuevos Ingobles. Thank Wiggles. you, Wendy. Thank you. <laughs> they are okay, I thought I was going to say that right. Thank you, Wendy. You're very welcome. That's what I'm here for. Translation services, amongst other things. <laughs> what's good, <laughs> Devin? Devin! Hey, Devin, what's going on? <laughs> and then you got Toxic Attraction at 14. Now we're starting to get I'm good into, with like, that. Now we're starting to get into the meat and potatoes of the tag teams. Uh, yes, Street Profits at 13, United okay. Empire, Jeff Cobb, and Great Ocon. Okay, number 11, All right. Aussie Open. I think they should be higher up, yeah, in my opinion. I, oh, United um, Empire, I'm good with them anywhere. I'm, I'm no, good with Aussie them Open. in the top 15 oh, anywhere. Okay, okay. Aussie Open. they had a huge year. Search them. Like Aussie Open had the world tour. Did I? I don't they were know. on Dynamite. They were in Japan. You know, they they were. Oh, okay. Thank you. Was okay. the two big guys? Completely forgot. My apologies. <laughs> Not sure how. We need the Casey Keenum. <laughs> we need we need the Casey Kasem voice for each number. We do. What we number do. are we on now? <laughs> <laughs> We're on uh, number 10. Coming number in at 10. number 13. Coming, oh. currently at number Coming in 10. at number 10. <laughs> <laughs> Violence. Team on the rise. <laughs> Violence, <laughs> Violence is forever. Uh, number 9, The Hex. Okay. <laughs> the Hex from NWA. Yes. Kay and Marty Bell. They're a very at good number tag number 9, oh, a yeah. smooth yeah, okay. little female tandem called... Oh, that's just creepy. No, that's no, that just got creepy. creepy. <laughs> They're not 
I just got really creepy. Like I got really gross. Definitely gonna have. Well, Nick is, and we are the UW Pod. Okay. I cannot put my shut your fucking mouth, you marks. It just keeps getting worse and worse. Yes. Please stop so we can continue on. Of course, that's how I do. <laughs> so I don't I don't agree with number eight at all. I think they should be a little hmm. bit higher, maybe even just one spot higher. You've got the young bucks. I don't think they should be sitting at number eight. I think they had a good year in in between that. In that year, year, I believe I mean, they, I, they held the tag titles. Looking at the teams ahead of them, I'm like like, okay. Like, if I'm there not. was somebody above them that I was, oh, shit, no. But no, but no. as we get here, you know, we're, it, these guys, they kind of had, like, comparable, if not better years than the Bucks in top seven. So it's like, okay. I'm not, I'm not saying put the Young Bucks at one. That's not what I'm saying. No, no. That's not what I'm no, saying. No, no, I'm not either. I think I'm fine what, with them. I'm not either. I'm just saying I'm good with where they are. The Good Brothers? This is this is this is where I see the switch. I don't think the Good Brothers should be above the Young Bucks because the Good Brothers haven't done shit. That okay, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. They didn't do shit. I mean, that's yeah. true, but they also they also yeah, haven't they, done they shit around, everywhere in wrestling Ken- in that time. They ran around with Kenny Omega and the Young. Well, Bucks. they did that. Then they won the Impact titles. Then they won the Impact titles. Then they went to Japan. Then they came back to WWE. And all in that time period. And they're still not impressive. They went on like a good brothers world tour and fought everyone. I don't know. I don't I don't see even I was like, wrong, Bruce. What the fuck you mean? No, no, they 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 fooled me in WWE. You know, they actually not even WWE. They had they 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 (laughs) fooled me into thinking that they were a great, amazing tag team that they claimed to be in New Japan. And then they came to WWE, and I saw more of them together. And then, I don't know. I, I don't think they're that good. I really don't think they're that good. I just, I just don't. Okay. I could see that. I could see that. They, I do, but okay. I, yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you. I'd probably flip them with the, um, with the with young the bucks. Mm-hmm. With the buckaroos. At, at number yeah, six, no. we've got RK Bro. They were a good tag team. I mean, they were. <laughs> for being they were until the Usos destroyed together. Randy Orton. For for being one of those like tossed together yeah. tag teams, they were actually pretty good. I actually yeah. enjoyed their matches. Can I ask a question about this one? If you guys don't mind, can I ask a question? Okay. Do you think they sure. put RK Bro this high because Randy didn't just swerve and destroy him? Because he does Randy does oh, that with wait. every other tag team partner. All That's of a sudden, true. Matt Riddle, he's like with Matt Riddle, he's oh. chill because they, they just like we're cool. Because Riddle shows in his stash, he gets his yeah. weed from Riddle. That's why. Yeah, he even said it. <laughs> okay, I, I guess you one know, of the fundamental rules of wrestling is you don't turn on your own supply. I, I mean, it's a fundamental I can't knock you there, there really Randy. Life. That's some. If you got a good weed man, you don't fuck your weed man. That's like some dope man type <laughs> shit. Plain <laughs> and simple. You got. It's like a remix man, of "Never Get High on Your Own Supply." Don't fuck over your weed man. That's true. So okay. 
and and, and henceforth they got six. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wendy, you can pronounce number five, so I don't butcher it. Uh, the Fukuoka Double Crazy. Yes, thank you. Holy shit! I thought I would not be able to say that. <laughs> don't ask me. Uh, yes. the, the the top four. It's really been the top three that's had the most discussion around it. But you can actually throw the top four all in the same conversation. For, yeah. For the for the number one spot, You've, at four you got the Lucha Bros. <laughs> three you got the Briscoes. Two you've got FTR, and one you've got the Usos. So the top four is where the where the real changing is gonna come in, because. You know, everyone sees it their own way. So, Wendy, Bruce, if you could move around, move around the top four, what order would you put them in? Uh, I would do Briscoe's uh, Death Triangle, Usos, FTR. Wow. I'll give it to the Usos. Okay. They've had a great however many days they've been champs. I hate to admit it. And with Sami Zayn at their side, like they've been fantastic, you know, because our two tribal chiefs, Sami Zayn, makes everything completely elevates the the bloodline. Sammy, <laughs> I acknowledge Sammy. <laughs> He's my true tribal chief. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. I I would I would probably leave the top two the same. I would flip the Lucha Bros and the Briscoes just for work rate at the least. Because Lucha Bros, like we like week in, week yeah, out, in the ring, yeah. in the trios tournament with Death Triangle. Briscoes, it's like every few months they have an amazing match and then they just go back to the chicken farm. So for me, work counts. And 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 so I would put the That's, Lucha yeah. Bros over the Briscoes. I know there's a lot of people complaining that FTR should be number one, and I and I know they're a great team, and I said this last night. The reason that the Usos came in at number one is because while the Briscoes have a match every three months at a pay-per-view, a match every few weeks on Dynamite, the Usos are going, week, uh, like the Lucha Bros, week in, week out, sometimes twice a week, SmackDown and Raw, defending those titles, pay-per-views, the whole nine, and and at the same time, they got to carry their cousin around. That deserves number one. Work rate matters. I think FTR's got a higher work rate. I really do. They I think they're working, they're working they're internationally. Really four, they're working three, four, five promotions. Mm-hmm. They've worked they're internationally. Working they yeah, but they've worked internationally. Hold on. I hear you. Do That's that. great. They have gone international <laughs> four times in this time period. Four times in almost a year internationally. They went to Japan once and they went to Mexico twice. And I think, and if you count Canada, that makes four. Yeah. And they, That's and working got, internationally. And they've got three the Usos, titles. The Usos have worked four times in two weeks. <laughs> okay. The Usos have two and work more. Yeah, no, FTR is still better. FTR, Briscoes, Usos, Lucha Bros. And the Usos are still like, number one. No, they're like number FTR, three. FTR puts on far more memorable matches, though. Yes, yes. 
You get to see. It's, I don't know about the, that. I loved. Listen, I I've got nothing but love for the Usos. I've I've liked them since since day one when they came into WWE, and that's no no pun intended. You know, um, <laughs> sports. Sorry, Ivan, but I don't know. I think their matches are very repetitive, and FTR doesn't have too many repetitive matches. F- you you see the same thing over and over again. Punches, 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 hot tag, villains up, super kick, super mm-hmm. kick, super kick, super fly splash. That's what you get. Yeah, sounds about right. And he, I mean, you can say the same thing for the Bucks. Either same of you know thing. the name of the Usos' current finisher? Yeah, the 1D. But you just didn't put it in, so I'm wondering. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying you know their matches. You don't even put the finish. <laughs> well, that just came about. Uh-huh. And that has, they haven't been doing that long. I mean, no, I mean they are both tremendous months. tag teams, but the Usos outwork them. And they've had some damn memorable matches in this time. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. I will and they are literally in the main event of SmackDown every week. On this. I mean, this is a hill I'm going to die on. Yes, I'm dying on this hill, so we might as well move on because it's it's not. (laughs) We're not going to get anywhere. I'm going to get anywhere. We're not going to get anywhere. I ain't changing my mind, so go ahead. We're going to keep repeating ourselves. (laughs) You go ahead and be wrong. I'm going to be over here with the right people. (laughs) I mean, you're entitled to your opinion, and it's wrong. (laughs) Yeah. I know you are. But what am I? <laughs> so moving, moving, moving on down the line. I know um, you are. You know, since since we since we you know we 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 didn't really do a show on the week after of war games. Um, yeah, I want to talk. I want to talk a little bit. I want to talk a little bit war games with you guys. And you mm. let's let's go around and give our rating for the overall show before we talk about it. So we're oh, gonna start with show. you, Dom. Okay. I just I just want the rating for the overall show. Overall, B minus. Okay. Wendy, I give it a solid B. Okay. Mm-hmm. You want my honest to god fucking truth about this show? Yes. Like, like, did you watch seriously. it? Did you watch it? I watched every bit of it <laughs> from start to finish. Okay, okay. Tell me your honest opinion. I feel opinion. like this is... Okay, go ahead. <laughs> and I'm going to give you my honest to God opinion. I give this show a B. A, a solid oh, B. I got to take if, that shit down. If it, if, it wasn't for, if it wasn't for Ronda, the Ronda Rousey match and Shotzi, yes. I think I think yeah. I think I would have given it an A. Uh-huh. I think if they would have brought, I, I would have probably Rose, gave it like, or if they would have had a, a Bianca Belair and like Bailey singles match, and then put two other people in honestly, the war games, I'd have had that. Been honestly, bro, if if they would have, if they would have given us four matches and just took Ronda and Shotzi off the card, mm-hmm. I'd have gave it an A minus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't give a shit if it's four matches. They were four damn yeah. good matches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Ronda and Shotzi brought the shit down. So if they would have just removed it would have been a better pay-per-view well no because everybody needed a bathroom break that was a good spot for it here's here's what i don't get this is this is like I, we're, i'm we're pretty good at holding this. 
we're talking about this right now, and and I'm thinking about it. And you look at the SmackDown Women's Division mm-hmm. at this mm-hmm. moment in time as it stands. You've got Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And who else? Shayna Baszler. Well, SmackDown. No, uh, you got Shayna. Okay. You had they're, a returning Tegan Knox. No, you no, know, no, like no, they no. brought I'm back Tegan Knox. I'm, I'm not. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking like contenders. That can put oh, on no, solid well. matches and carry a division. I mean, Emma's back. <laughs> she, no, she's not that talent. No, not really. What? So it's it's you, thin on SmackDown. Like Raw's division is fucking amazing. SmackDown is thin as fuck. Here's my thing. Here's my whole point with this thing: is you've got Bailey and damage control on Raw. You've got Becky Lynch. You've got Bianca Belair. You've got these people. Why wouldn't you put Bailey and damage control on SmackDown to save that division so she can take that title from Ronda and give that division some legitimacy? Okay, so I just yeah. pulled up the women's roster on SmackDown. Um, okay. I don't know when this is as of, but. Or maybe I should pull it up from the actual website. Dead May Young agrees with you. Of course. <laughs> uh, Raquel does have potential. She has I don't potential, know if I like her as a yes. Yeah, but not, I don't know like if she has it right now. You know what I mean? Like No, not yet. No. I I think she's in a bad role as a face. Like when she was a heel on NXT, holy shit, she was amazing. Yeah. Okay, that was I don't crazy. need to see her like smiling and waving at people. You know what would set all of this up, right? Like, you know what would change all of this? Just stop with the damn brand split altogether. You've already got guys from SmackDown coming to Raw and vice versa. Just fuck the brand split. Everybody's here. Like, this is now a women's division. From their website, as of today, they have listed the women at SmackDown. Uh, Aaliyah, B-Fab, Charlotte, who's, like, never there, Right. Mm -hmm. Emma. um, Yeah. See, Lacey Evans, Liz Morgan, Maxine Dupree. They're repackaging her again, by the way. Who? Liv? Uh, Na- oh no, uh, Naomi, Lacey Evans. Yeah, Naomi, Natalia, and Raquel. Uh, Ronda Rousey. Oh, Sasha Banks. Oh, no, oh, Naomi. She's listed, but uh, Scarlett, Shayna, Shotzi, Sonia Deville. Tegan Knox, mm-hmm. Valhalla, Shia, 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 I just had a complete brain fart. Shia Lee and Selena Vega. As of today, that's who's listed in the women's division. So, yeah. uh, uh, five of their I think you need maybe like 12, there. 15 women, and three of them aren't even there. <laughs> <laughs> like, no Shayna, or I mean, no, no Naomi, no Charlotte, mm-hmm. no Sasha. Nope. And and as Brian said, it makes the depth on SmackDown about as shallow as a kiddie pool. Scarlett is more of a valet. Um, yeah, she's never she's had a match. Her as a wrestler, no. Actually, she her her and huh. and Cross are doing a doing intergender tag matches between Emma and Madcap Moss on live shows. Yeah, now they're doing it. Well, I'd like shows. to see that. But, they're they're on house shows. Well, if they're doing it at house shows and they're doing it repeatedly over and over again, they're gonna eventually be. They're, on they're probably TV. testing it mm-hmm. to see if they're, they're. Yep, that's their practice mm-hmm. run. They're trying to see how it goes TV. over with a crowd, and then decide on TV or not. But you know what but, I mean. But at the time of War Games, she was a valet. 
That is correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is true. So, so we're talking I, about. I've been saying bring so toxic attraction up to SmackDown, like all three of them. Wendy? But yeah, I, I've been saying bring toxic attraction to. Mm-hmm. To SmackDown? Mm hmm. <laughs> <That would laughs> For months now, because of this exact reason. Like, bring all three of them. You've got Mandy, who you could instantly make a title contender, and then you have. Gigi and and oh god, Cora, I think I can't remember the last name. No, JC. Yeah, and they could easily be immediately stuck in the tag division, and it at least plugs up some gaps until maybe Charlotte finally decides to come back from the honeymoon, or maybe you figure out what the hell is going to happen with Sasha and Naomi. Because last I heard, Sasha's going to Japan. She's like, "Fuck y'all." I mean, yeah, maybe no, it's, it's definitely it's, showed it's a lot like of that. We're gonna talk about that later. It's not. I don't. I don't think it's like that, Dom, because obviously she's still under contract with WWE because she's on the SmackDown oh, active roster, mm-hmm. actively listed on oh, the, on on the site. But we're gonna talk about that later. Oh, I know. It, okay, I'll put a pin in it. Yes, put a fucking pin in it. Pin. <laughs> so we we all agree that War Games was a pretty damn good pay per view. It's pretty damn good. Yeah. Pretty yeah. damn good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was excited for it and it paid off. Like outside mm-hmm. of that one match. I was happy. Yeah. Oh no. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. damn I mean, good. I think, well, honestly, yeah. My favorite match was probably the women's war games. I mean, we had what, three different women dive off the top of that cage in that match? Oh yeah. Including including the majestic EO moonsault, which I haven't seen in forever like that. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was impressive. I was like, holy shit, she's coming back. Like that. And then Becky in her first night back off the top of the fucking cage. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Wild. I would, I, all out, man. I would say it would have been the men's war games for me, but... They had one too many guys on each team. If it was four on four and and a certain mm-hmm. someone wasn't in that match, it probably would have been the greatest war games ever. But <laughs> unfortunately, the match was ruined but by again, a fucking crybaby bitch that got slapped. Um, can we uh, can we admit, though, that Sami Zayn stole the show in that main event? Absolutely. As soon oh, as he grabbed that referee's arm when, o- when Owens had the pin, like, Sammy, you've done it again. My true tribal chief. <laughs> Acknowledge, Sammy. <Absolutely. laughs> so, hmm. what do you? What is your? What is your guys's feelings on the William Regal situation that oh. has transpired in the last few days? So. Well. Uh, there's, there's, there, you know, there's, there's fucking reports everywhere, but we all, we all do know that William Regal has left AEW to go back to WWE. His yeah. reasoning behind it is to go back and work with his son while his son's still under contract and he wants to work beside him and he's only getting older. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I get it. I'd probably do the same thing. Yeah, so you just did last week. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, 
that smile. <laughs> like the other, the the other half of that, from what I'm hearing, uh, on the agreement part, um, for William Regal to to go over there is that he's not allowed to be seen on WWE television for the next three years to sell the storyline of him leaving of, of of being hurt in W in AEW. Mm-hmm. So. What are your guys' thoughts, basically, on on the whole situation and like and like Regal building something that was so that was turning into something pretty big in AEW to, hey, I'm leaving and going back to WWE. Dom, what do you got? I like Gr- Oh, okay. I was gonna let Grandma go first because I had a question after, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I I get that he wants to work with his son. And, and as you said, you know, he's not really getting any younger. And when it comes when it comes down to, hey, I could hang out over here with my friends or I could go be with my kid and help him out and, you know, get his run going. I'd probably lean towards the kid myself. Um, that part I get. I, I'm, I'm also thinking that a lot of the, the reports about William Regal's contract coming out coming up were probably exaggerated because. He wouldn't even have to ask for his release. He was yeah. supposed to be gone free and clear in January. We're in December. If he waited another month, he could have walked out of there. And instead, he negotiated his release, and he agreed to stay off of television for a year. And I know that sounds kind of harsh, but when you look at, at comparable situations, like take um, in college football, if somebody goes into the transfer po- portal and goes from one school to another – they don't just come in and play. They have to sit a year. And then they can come and then they can join the new team. This is kind of the same thing. Clearly, Regal was under contract. Mm-hmm. He wanted out. Tony said, okay, I'll agree to this under this condition. They shook hands. They went their separate ways. Sounds it sounds about right. Because again, if he was scheduled to be uh, you know scheduled to have his contract run out next month why is he negotiating this deal we all know william regal pretty well i've been watching we've all been watching him most of our lives yeah, he's not an friends. idiot mm-hmm. oh yeah I, I talk to him all the time i, I even asked him I said, yo <laughs> willie is your contract up <laughs> right the other day we were sitting around having tea and crumpets you know and i asked oh, him crazy. hey willie is your contract does. up and he said no I, and, and and he said no, you know I'm I, I, I'm signed through 2023. I got to work something out. Okay, well what are you going to do? Well, Tony wants me to sit out a year. Okay, do it. It's for the child. It's for the child. All right, Dom, you're right. I'm gonna go talk to Tony now. Bye. And that's how that shit went down. Damn. Okay. You True story. So, you don't have to get so personal with it. <laughs> It's not often I get to drop a name, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, Wendy, do you think Regal should have left AEW? Um, that's a tough call. I, I feel like he's doing what he feels is best for him and his family, and I can respect that. Um, I'm not one to say whether someone should or shouldn't, especially if they're doing great work where they're at, and can do great work wherever they go. 
sorry, I'm distracted a little bit. Um, There's demons around. Just one right now, and he's being yeah, a little see, jerk. That's why, that's why you're distracted, because the devil's there. And he's being <laughs> evil. <laughs> okay, no, look. It's hard for me to say whether he should or should not have left. He did great work in AEW. He can do great work wherever he goes. Um, and he feels like this is important for him, for his son. I can get that, you know, like it's 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 something he feels he needs to do and I can respect that. Should he have left? Who am I to say? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm you know, I'm with you. Like he could could have just waited out the month, but he had to do what he yeah. had to do. Yeah, he he had to do what he had to do. Well, maybe he's going to take this month to just kind of rest, relax, and recharge his batteries before jumping into something else in January. And maybe for all we know, it was agreed that, yeah, he'll write out the contract to the end of the month. But, you know, we don't know the full details. I mean, at least he's still able to go back if he wanted to and work behind the scenes, coach his son, do that. All he can't do is show up on TV for a year. Like, he can be there, he can make his money, yep. he can have his impact behind the scenes, work with Triple H like he did in NXT, and those two have a close bond, work with his son, obviously they're close. He even told me so. I I, I mean, it's, it's the best decision for him personally and from a business standpoint, because, like, I know AEW is not small potatoes, but nobody gives out contracts like WWE. You know, it's like saying if you're a triple-A guy and you're hanging out with your buddies and all of a sudden and you're having a good time and all of a sudden they call you to the majors, you're like, you know what? I think I'll stay here. Nobody does that. I would. Nobody, even if they hate the city they're going to <laughs> or, or the major league team, they're going. You know why? Because it's the it's the top of the food yeah. chain and the money is ridiculous. And, and so for that, there is that. But more importantly, you know, how many years did William Regal work with Triple H? Side by side in black and gold. A lot. How many times do you think they talked about being in a position in the main roster to do what they were doing in NXT there? Yeah. Like this, this is this is like a dream scenario for William Regal. It doesn't have anything to do with AW dropping a ball or not putting them in a position or not doing whatever. This is what William Regal had been dreaming of doing before AEW ever fucking existed. Long before it. And on top of it, the cherry on top is, I get to work with my kid. Yeah. Yeah. You know, William Regal... I I, I actually had like an A... Hmm. I was going to say... Go ahead, Bruce. Sorry. William Regal to Triple H is what Johnny Ace was to Vince McMahon. And that's the way it's going to be. Yeah. yeah with, but like with more Hopefully integrity. without all the skeezy shit. With, with more, yeah, more integrity yeah. and no background hookers. And no NDAs. None. Yeah. <laughs> none needed. None needed. Zero. None needed. None at all. None Sorry. needed at all. So. As we're far as Regal goes, though, I had an... Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying uh, w- w- since we're since we're talking about Regal, I had like a different AEW related question for you guys that I dropped on Devin and Ivan last night. I just wanted to okay. hear your take 
It's pretty simple. Two weeks ago, after the swerve, they had that weird segment with MJF in ring, or with MJF out of the building and Regal in ring with like Danielson and Mox, and they were talking about Danielson's father and all this goofy mm-hmm. shit. And then this week, the video plays of Shivani's interview with Regal, where he explains why he did what he did. And it was actually damn good. Wouldn't you have rather gone with Shivani's interview in that spot instead of the drawn-out in-ring moment where it just felt kind of cringy and awkward the entire fucking time? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it yeah it's not a hard question. I just, it's more one of those am I crazy moments, you know, like it, it, I feel this way. How about you guys? Okay, cool. I'm not crazy yet. <laughs> Here's the thing. They should have never have shot a video. They should have, they should have, it should have been like an email. And Tony Schiavone reads the email in the middle of the ring and the Blackpool, and the buddy calls out the Blackpool Combat Club first. Yeah, so or like he better. did, like after the match, he goes to the ring and he pulls out an email and he reads it in front yes. of him. I'm like, yeah, that would have been yes. better. That would have that so video better. had me choked up. That segment had me cringing the whole time. That video had me like, oh god. <laughs> I don't know. It it like the beginning of it made it forced. Like the promo itself after the beginning was amazing, but like at the mm-hmm. beginning when he's like. If you're watching this, something probably happened to me. Like, come on, man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> we we know you. We know you filmed this right before fucking dynamite. <laughs> we know you filmed yeah, you, this today. You know that's yeah, like a yeah. that's like a big part of like every major movie. Like when somebody dies, they have like the going away video. Like if you're re- Tony Stark had it. I mean, you know, it, it, it's it's a it's a common practice. So like, I get that part. Okay. Uh, uh, I know he probably filmed it like the morning of the TV taping. I don't care. I'm just saying it's like a big thing when it comes to television and media. So, okay. <laughs> no, I get it. It's, it's, it's all good. You, you're fine. You can have your opinion. It's cool. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're going to talk about the best thing on this entire fucking rundown right now. This oh, is <laughs> the man with I think everybody the triple knows what's coming. B, the AEW <laughs> World Champion MJF versus Ricky Starks. And the build started, the real build started this past Wednesday when Ricky Starks won the Dynamite Diamond Ring Battle Royal and he gets a he gets to challenge MJF for the ring. Um and they also have their their world title match coming up. Um, at winter is what is it? Winter is coming. I can't remember. I could never fucking remember mm-hmm. what to call it. Um, you got to think Game of Thrones. You got to yeah, think. I know. Then, then you I remember. Know. I know. I know. I was brace yourselves. Winter is coming. <laughs> so this promo they had this past Wednesday. Dear God in heaven, that that was amazing. And I've seen it all over all over Twitter. I've seen it all over Facebook. I've just seen it everywhere. Read it everywhere. They're calling MJF and Ricky Starks the next Rock and Austin feud. And here, here's my problem mm-hmm. with that. I say absolutely not. No fucking way. Not mm-hmm. yet. 
Not mm. yet. It's too. It's too. It's mm. too early on in their careers. Give them, well, yeah, give them that's five, true. six, seven years in the company, then let them go back at you it. You know what again. I think is. You know what I think is more comparable than that? Like, go back to like a young Triple H and a young Rock, and maybe you got MJF and Ricky Starks. Yeah. I'm not saying in their prom, I'm saying like DX Nation, Rock, and Triple H. Okay. That's can... probably a little bit closer than like Rock and Austin, because plus MJF's more of a, a prick like Triple H was. Yeah, absolutely. No disrespect. Triple H is a legendary prick. So is MJF. <laughs> that is very, very true. Um, I, I don't know. I, a lot. I, Max, Max went off. Max was amazing, as always. Amazing with the pebble, the Dwayne that should have never made it. Or, ne- or isn't gonna make it. Want to be Dwayne? The, the, I'm gonna carry. I'm gonna put that pebble in my pocket, drive it out to a lake, and skip it back to YouTube. <laughs> yeah, skip yeah. his pigeon-toed ass. I'm sorry. I'm not getting yeah. the full verbatim quote. Right back to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> but even after that, Ricky was like, "Okay, I see you." And then he just slayed him. I was like, "Wow." I know Bruce is a little, a little, a little biased on this one, but like I love both these guys. I used to like Ricky Starks, by the way. <laughs> the cat, get the fuck out of this damn. Screen. You have been saying, you have been saying, push Ricky Starks to the fucking moon until the day MJF won the title and he became He's, number one contender. Ricky Starks a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, Bakley? I'm with you. I absolutely love Ricky Starks. Uh, no. Pun intended. I love seeing where he's come from on power. Those are my sentiments exactly 100% like ripped out of my psychotic brain. No, all in all, in all honesty, I love Ricky Starks. I'm glad he's getting getting the shine that he that he so well de- <clears throat> well deserves. And in in a third party note in this whole scenario is Ethan Page has been getting a good push out of this as well. So, yeah. that's that's greatly appreciated by by an Ethan Page fan over here. But, yeah, it's nice to see him doing something on his own, you know, because all he's really had is like America's Top Team, Men of the Year, whatever the fuck. It's like, let, let him be all ego. Let him get his own shit. It's so kind of like Ricky's scenario leading up to this with like Team Taz and then him and Hobbs and all that shit. And now we're breaking out of that with Ethan like we did with Ricky. Yeah. Wendy. Grandma. Wendy. Grandma. Can't hear you. You're muted. Yes. Hey, Wendy. I've been eating. I've been eating, and I'm like, people don't need to hear me just munching away on things. Wendy. For once. <laughs> Wendy. <laughs> Wendy. Yeah. Bruce, 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 Bruce. Oh, Wendy. Yes. What do you want? <laughs> what is your thoughts on MJF and Ricky Starks? <laughs> I am so fucking excited. Like, I know. Mm-hmm. I know Ricky's not winning it, and I'm of course. Well, yeah. legitimately okay with it, about as okay as one can be, but the potential for that match and the promos, because both of these guys are fucking brilliant on the microphone, 
It's going to be mwah, chef's kiss all the way through and through. And it's going to be one of those where they both carry this rivalry. It's not just one guy having to do all the promos and all the bullshit and carry all the thing on it. No, both of them will carry this all the way through yeah. to the end. It'll be fantastic. And then seeing Ethan Page step up as the next guy, that's going to be amazing too. Talk about amazing rivalries yeah. for MJF. What the fuck, yeah, man? This is, this is going to be his top rival. I'm with Baker oh, here. Yeah, this is going to be the first of many matches, absolutely. and they're going. Oh God, yeah. They're going to be amazing. Like, yes, we all Hello. know. We all know Ricky is not winning this one. We know, but yeah. Ricky is on his way up. Max yep. has just gotten to the top. This, this is, is something this that is a could. This great way to set them up as contenders. Yeah, it's something that they could build on and bring back for the next few years at least until the bidding war of 2024 <laughs> fair, uh, fair. when mjf goes to wwf and bruce cries because he's got to watch he's going to the world wildlife federation foundation foundation sorry foundation. I, MJF, wwf it sounded better in my head <laughs> Yeah, right? Way to show your age, old Says Grandma. Way to show your age, you You remember when it was WWF? Pepperidge Farm remembers. (laughs) If only I had a box of cookies in here. I got some Milanos in the closet. (laughs) We all agree that this is going to be an amazing rivalry for years to come. And, like, this is Ricky's first break, so we're definitely going to see him of fall and rise again and maybe fall, maybe win a TNT or an Atlantic championship in between, yes. in between his next, um, yeah. his next shot at max. This is to see if he can, you know, be at the top and handle the pressure of being in the main event. Um, I think he's going to handle it. He's definitely going to handle M- it. MJF signs with NWA. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a grand irony. Oh, that would be would, yeah, especially would, after what he just I would, said. I would like to see him in NWA. I wouldn't mind seeing him in a wrestle a few of the guys over there. Maybe it could help no, yeah, bring some guys so, back in. It would be so ironic though, after trash talking them to be there, you know what I mean? Yeah. But knowing him, he would be there trash talking them still, like Oh, absolutely. It's it's who he is. I, I shouldn't I shouldn't be in this filthy shithole of a studio wrestling in front of yep. ten people. <sighs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine MJF Rest shooting on Billy? <laughs> yes. Uh, I could. I, I could seriously hear it in my head right now, Brian. How did I MJF shooting on Billy Corgan? How did I wrestling get here wrestling in front of ten pores? <laughs> <laughs> my boss is the guy that my grandparents used to listen to. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> your wrestling is um, as good as the music. Oh, it would be beautiful. <laughs> it would be fucking it would be I'm pretty sure Bruce will watch MJF wherever he goes. Even if it's the E. Is that better? The E. Uh, <laughs> it's more accurate, uh, at least. I, I don't... Yeah. Thank you! Yeah, next question. This show and accuracy is so important. Oh, yeah. Since we're, since, since we're on AEW... And and we're talking some AEW. 
let's talk about let's can we can we talk about (laughs) aew final battle accurate that is also coming up aew aew presents roh final battle (laughs) that's a mouthful no no, because we're getting ready that's what she said we're getting ready to talk about the the roh final battle card but i call it aew final battle because well there's no real true roh talent on this show there's a couple there's, There's a, couple, a couple, like you in the boys, you know, you got the Briscoes. Shane Taylor uh, promotion. He was there. Shane Taylor promotions coming back, you know. There's a little bit. A little a smidge. Just Claudio was in ROH. Stuff. You know, Joe was in ROH. <laughs> well, Joe was Robinson's everywhere. in AEW. Samoa Joe's in yeah, AEW. Wild. Swerve and Keith Lee are both in AEW. Mercedes Martinez, Athena, Garcia, Yuta, FTR, Jericho, and Claudio are all from AEW. They're yeah. alone to ROH. But I mean, like, Claudio was in ROH before all this shit. All I know is <laughs> Tony hasn't really shown much of a roster for ROH except for AEW talent. I'm hoping... Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that Daniel Garcia, like Daniel Garcia, Wheeler Yuta, Claudio Castagnoli, um, and and probably Juice and Joe stay at ROH and just stay there. I wouldn't be mad at that. I really wouldn't. I wouldn't either because it's not like it's and it's not like AEW has a lot for. Any of them, especially if the combat club is is on its way out. I don't know if it is, but you would think with Regal gone and even with Danielson not showing up, like maybe maybe we're seeing the end of the BCC. So I don't know what the problem with that Mox. What are you going to do like, with Yuta? This is this is BP, BCC. This is combat, not whatever. But here's my thing. Yeah. Why? Okay, I understand Shane Taylor Promotions did, did a crossover thing on on Rampage against Swerve and Our Glory. Okay, I get it. But God damn it, Tony, you, you fucking signed the kingdom. Why is the kingdom not on this card? They're ROH through and through. I have no clue. Through and right? through all the way. The I have kingdom no is clue. ROH. Like, I, I get... I get what you're doing with Shane Taylor because Shane and Keith were tag team partners and Keith left him when he went to NXT. So now Keith is in a similar situation with Swerve and Shane is using that to get him in the ring and, you know, so on and so forth. Like it wasn't really built, but that's the story they're going on. And I get it. Yeah. But like you signed the kingdom, as you said, you signed other ROH talent. You're not using them at the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Like, okay, FTR and the Briscoes is cool, but couldn't you somehow, like, maybe squeeze the kingdom in there? Yeah. Had, like, a so, triple threat ROH tag title match? That would have been good to you see. You can't have a three-way dog collar. Right? No, I know. I'm not saying dog collar. I'm just saying, could no, you have just done, like, we're going to have a triple threat whatever the fuck for the tag title? So, I mean, you and you yeah, can Tony have mentioned we'll see less easy. of the ROH guys. But Tony did mention that he even, was we were going to see less who, of the ROH guys after the pay per view. Here's the thing: is we don't really hmm? know who the ROH guys are anymore. <laughs> no, we really don't. Yeah, we're just we don't. like guessing. Oh, we're like, oh, okay, they've got new That's talent. That's why. Okay. I, 
Like we know who it's one of the reasons that I said to Bruce before. Yeah, but we don't know who is. And that's one of the reasons that before we got on the live stream, I was talking with Bruce and I was saying like exactly what Bakley is saying here. Like, let's hope that this big announcement at final battle is some kind of streaming news, some kind of deal to get ROH in their own spot. Because Mm -hmm. having this whole situation where you have your two promotions, AW and ROH, and then you have the equivalent of a Monday Night Raw to put these guys out there and push their stories and do whatever does not fucking work. And, I, and I'll give a better example of that w- w- later when we get to it. But it just doesn't fucking work. Like, you look at this card, and the only matches that they really did anything on TV for are, like, Shane Taylor Productions, Jericho, and Claudio. The other Mercedes four are just like, hey, we threw these together last minute. Mm-hmm. Mercedes that barely got anything on TV. Uh, barely. Was, you haven't even... Mercedes Garcia was on, like, one show. Hmm? Same with Garcia and Yuta, though. Well, they have a built-in history. I get that. But, like, it, it just doesn't... Because you're trying to build to Final Battle and Winter is Coming at the same time with three hours of television. And, quite honestly, an hour of that TV on Friday night, a lot of people don't watch. Mm-hmm. So it's a bitch to do that with two promotions and three hours. ROH needs a streaming deal, needs to be a separate ent- entity so they can build that over there. And then we have TNT and TBS for AEW. And then maybe we'd work this shit out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right now, what we have is an early bird pay-per-view with barely yeah. anything built going into it. 95% of the show works for AEW. Yeah, that too. Well, Wendy, do you have any more any thoughts on this? I know we've done a lot of talking about it and you haven't done have, much you talking. Have. I've been doing a lot of listening, been doing a lot of listening. Um I do find it a bit disappointing that ROH hasn't been built up as we had hoped and anticipated. Um mm. I Honestly, I think that's like my biggest issue with it. Like, there was this hope all across fans in general that something would be done with it, you know? And it it was like, it was like buying an old house and saying, yeah, we're going to remodel it and rebuild it and it's going to be great. But instead, he stripped it down and we just have the shell of the house and there's nothing inside anymore. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. It's been disappointing. Uh, Do I hope that something happens? I do. But honestly, I'm not holding my breath. We'll see. Okay. Mm, mm, thank you, Brian. <laughs> that pissed me off to no end. Especially since they threw together a double dog collar match seconds before Dynamite went off the air. Did Tony Khan watch Fifty Shades before coming up with that idea? <laughs> no, he's I, honestly. I'll be he's honest. Start, he's starting to pull a fucking Vince McMahon with all these dog collar matches, and it's going to ruin the match the more he does them. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. It, it was just here we are, and regardless of what you think of the list, you have the number two tag team in the world going up against the number three tag team in the world. You had a good six to eight weeks to come up with this card. You announce this match like 22 seconds before Dynamite goes off the air, and you announce it with the ass boys for some reason. Yeah. 
And that yeah, reason being, they don't want Turner does not want, and Sorry. and and the reason is because Turner does not want the Briscoes on the on the air after the comments they made years back. And I'm not even gonna go into it because it's a it's a shit is that show. That fucking can of worms. I'm not opening but, that can of worms, but that's the reason. So instead, they go 20 seconds before off air. The ass boys come out and pull a. Pull a card written in blood out of a stocking for Dax and Cash. Number one, whose blood was on the card? I mean, I know they're chicken farmers. Did they write it in it's chicken blood? blood? Just come here. And, and number two, Probably. any true crime fan worth their weight in salt knows it would have dried in brown, not red. So come on, you guys. Yeah. It's, Do better. Ah, there is that also. Thank you, Grandma. And, and Do number better, two, you again, guys. the. Two of the top, two of the top three tag teams are meeting in an intense match at a pay per view. You promote it for twenty two seconds on air before you before your pay per view, if that. FTR base, barely had times to like, barely had the time to like shake their head yes on the hard cam before they were gone and young fucking Sheldon was coming on. Well, like, what the hell is happening here? And it was a, if you watch the acclaimed versus FTR, tremendous fucking match. I oh, was yeah. I was, was marking the fuck out. I love the whole thing. It seems like with AEW in the last several months, whenever they do something great, they drop a turd in my punch bowl. I don't care if it's punk. I don't care if it's this. I went from being extremely excited and happy at the finish of that match to by to 22 seconds later going, what the fuck did I just see? Are we really doing this? Like this is how you this is how you announce to the world. Yeah, I love yeah. AEW. They dropped the fucking ball in this entire fucking thing. Yeah, I'm not even gonna disagree with you. So before we close the show down and we and we shut this shit down, um, did you guys see the the Twitter clip from Top Dollar that I sent in Messenger today with his new song? No, I did not give a chance. And Absolutely. That shit was he, fire. <laughs> he, he lays down a track on top of John Cena's entrance music beat. Okay. And in, in the beginning, he says... He's, he says this isn't a he basically says this isn't a diss track, this is a respect track, or something like that. But by the end of yeah. the song, he's throwing a fuck ton of shade at John Cena. And John <laughs> Cena is is supposedly supposedly scheduled to be on the last SmackDown of the year. So do you think we'll see a top dollar John Cena face off? at that and maybe possibly come to a match at Royal Rumble. I mean, that would be kind oh, of interesting to see. Man. I would love to see John Cena back you, in the man's. I don't I'll be on. You'll be honest. Hmm? Oh, Today I'll be please. honest. I don't know if I see another match from Cena. You guys can hear me, right? Yeah, we yes. can hear you. We're listening. Oh, okay, because she said Diddy Freeze. I'm sorry. I don't know if we'll see another match from Cena, but I could see like end of the year on SmackDown, you got Top Dollar and John Cena in like an actual freestyle battle. Because that I know be AJ too. can rap and John Cena pretends to. 
It would be fun. I don't know what if we get a match about? out he of went, it. Uh, maybe. Platinum. He did. He did. His well, album yeah. went platinum. He is the also, of Thugonomics. Okay, but platinum. to be fair, Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal did a rap album that went platinum. Well, good for Shaq. That means he can And Shaquille O'Neal can barely talk. Have you heard it? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> I used to rock that shit. Him and Fushnickens was the shit. I rock that shit. Now that was good. His album was not so good. No, it was, it was amazing. <laughs> Do you want me to slam? It was like his movies. It was like his movies. But anyways, I, I, I Oh yeah. I, I, I watch Kazam every day. As 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 we were saying, Top Dollar versus Cena. Yay or nay? Or do we I mean, I'd love to see battle it. rap? I see a battle rap in our future. Okay. Yeah, I see a battle rap happening. Okay. I don't right. see Cena. I feel like if they're gonna. Yeah. No offense to no offense to them, but I mean, if John Cena's coming back for a match, I don't know if it's gonna be against Top Dollar. No, if that's no, who Cena no. like it would it would be against another. It would be like another marquee. I I would I would say John Cena comes back to fight a guy like Austin Theory. Okay, okay, I can see that. But not Top Dollar. He has a rap battle with Top Dollar. He has a match. Yeah. Okay. You know, it it just seems like that would be more of a money, you know, like a money match, more of a draw for Cena than, say, Top Dollar, who doesn't Mm -hmm. always get on television. Okay. It's cool, though. And apparently, and apparently, Bakley agrees. He's, He's still waiting for Theory versus Cena. So, you know, I could see that happen at WrestleMania before I saw, like, Top Dollar and Cena at the Royal Rumble, like you were saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And well, Lord knows, John's only got so many matches left in him. Well, <laughs> I don't know, man. Of, well, I don't know. I think he's got more than you think. He's never really had, like, the hip surgeries or the neck Mm-mm. fusions or nothing like that. He's in like damn these. good shape. He's never had any of that stuff. Dude could do could hmm. probably still do a match like okay, a match he did five, six, seven years ago. The dude okay. the dude's Fair never enough. had those major injuries that ninety percent of the wrestlers have or had. So I think he could still no, I, I see that. I, I just think he has I think he has more options available to him that are a little easier on his body than go back to a ring. Yeah. I mean, I found you know, a like list I can do movies and host Wipeout. Why is he going to go back and wrestle? I found a list of every major injury of John Cena's WWE career. <sighs> Thank uh, you, in 07, you're very welcome. In 07, We're going to the list. He had a torn pectoral muscle in 08, herniated disc, which is no joke. Uh, in 2012, arm injury. Mm. 2013, Achilles tendon injury. 2013, torn triceps. 2015, broken nose. 2016, shoulder injury. That's the last listed one. So he's never had the major, major spinal fusion, neck fusion. He's never had you neck know, that, fusion, that hip replacement, knee yeah. replacement. He's had some shit, just no, not yeah. some shit shit. Yeah, not the major. Wait, what? There was there and, was an uh, Oscar. What? No there was an Oscar tweet where she said goodbye. Sorry. Sorry, I thought you were done with the list. Go ahead, Grandma. No, I was gonna say in 08... The herniated disc, he did have to go get surgery. It was in his neck. Um, 
he had a fusion surgery. And then three months later, he was back in the ring. Yeah, so it wasn't one of the major. I mean, it was a fusion I mean, surgery, but it's... he was back in the ring three months later. Yeah, not, not like a nature. Not like, fucking... not like Edge. <laughs> no, no, he's because he's because it's John fucking Cena. He's a freak of fucking nature. And the mm. man is is, mm. is fucking insane. And he's probably the best superhero. Like ever. for anybody else. Yeah, I'm sure for like anybody else, man, it would be a major injury. But if the there's one the person out there who... of peak peak performance, like the way he is built, he's a fucking machine. Like what the shit? <laughs> he's impressive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, like I'm sure it'd be a major injury him. for. I fucking love John Cena. Okay, hey, Wendy. I mean, I agree. I'm sure that's a big injury for anybody else. But, you know, there is one man who seems to be damn near made of adamantium. And And his name is John Cena! I'll give you that. (laughs) All right. With all of that being said, our show comes to an end, as all shows do. There's a bunch of places you can find us in the social media world. You can find us on Facebook in two different places. You can find us at Top Rope Wrestling Talk on Facebook. That's our group. That's where you can go in, talk shit, have fun, do our forums, threads, um, memes, talk shit about wrestling, talk about wrestling, and just have fun. And then you can, then if you want to find our show stuff, our podcast stuff, you can find that uh, on Rewind Wrestling um, Network. And that's where you'll find all our clips of all of our stuff. Also, make sure you check out Rewind Network over there as well. Then you can find us on Twitter at Top Rope WT. Go on there, send some tweets, you know, tag us and some stuff, and maybe we'll answer it. Maybe we won't. We'll see. Uh, then you can also check us out on Instagram for our two-time award-winning uh, worst Instagram handle ever. And that is at top underscore rope underscore wrestling underscore talk. Yes, I got it. And one more thing before I pass this on and let Wendy do her thing because she is going to tell you where you can listen to this show. We have a new show um, out. It's called the Meatheads podcast (laughs) and my son Morgan. uh, You've seen him on here a couple of times. Um, this is his his idea, times, yeah. his show, and uh, all stuff that he wants to talk about. And we did our first episode last week, um, and it was a lot of fun. Dom was there with me and Morgan, and we had a lot of fun, and we talked about a yeah, lot of stuff. Times. We talked about AEW. We talked about WWE. We talked about World Cup. We talked about cricket. We talked about rugby. We talked about Marvel and DC. We talked about the We Walking talked about Dead, music, movies, music, comics. Like, Anything that came to this young man's mind, we talked about, and we had a blast with it. So please, please check it out. Give it a like. Give it shares and subscribe. Wendy, can you tell them where they can find the Meatheads podcast and all of our old Top Rope Wrestling talk shows? You can find our old trash and the new awesome stuff from Morg Monster. That's what I call him because I think it's fun. Um, You can find it on... (laughs) <laughs> oh my god i had a complete i'm sorry 
my brain malfunctioned and it was like nothing. There's nothing happening. I blanked. Thank you. TRWT parentheses a fox den Joan close parentheses. Um, I don't know what happened. My brain literally just went like boop, entirely blank. Um, you can find us also if you want. Devils running around you. No, they went to the other room. I have no brain. As you as you were saying, my bad. You can find our audio stuff. You can find our audio stuff on anchor.fm backslash tr. Um, and from there you can find all of our old podcast episodes wherever podcasts are freely distributed Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc, etc and then from there you can go find our new stuff. Dom where can they find our new stuff? Winning Oh, absolutely, and, and you should check it out. It was a great show. Yeah. Morgan absolutely kills Definitely. it. I, I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it. I was there and, and that little man did a great job go check out the meat that's podcast. Congratulations, Morgan. You are the man. Yeah. It's awesome. For our our current catalog, our the last three months of all of our content, you can find that on the Rewind Wrestling Network. Wherever po- audio pods are distributed on YouTube, just go just search for the Rewind Wrestling Network. That's W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D. C-A-S-T. Fuck Jeff Jarrett, ain't I great? And while you're there, click on Linktree, which you will find in all of them. Buy some of the Rewind Network's merch. Buy some of our merch. We actually have $15 tees right now, y'all. Yes. Uh, every every design, every logo, $15 out the door okay. just for Christmas. Hell yeah. So, so... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Buy some merch. Get your favorite. Get your favorite podcast. Get your favorite podcast T-shirt. Save a ton of money. Pass them along as some Christmas gifts. Have fun with it. Subscribe. Follow. Get, hit those five stars on the review. Drop the good comments. Do all that shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do it. Hell yeah. Well, Do it. with Do that it being said, Wendy. Yeah, Bruce. Wendy. Bruce. Say it. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Dom. Enjoy wrestling. If it's not your cup of tea, let somebody else drink it. Deuces, <sighs> bitches. Bang. We can't stop. We won't stop. Stack of chips on record. Crushing every single enemy. Sim squad fly boys, that's my logo. logo. You already know.